now to Matthew Brown, who's had uh, croissants and coffee, but not half a bottle of red wine before he starts his day. Or have you, Brownie? No, I haven't, Darth. I haven't. Um, up a little bit earlier today for you guys, so no, I haven't yet had the breakfast, but the croissants and the pano chocolate will indeed be uh, on the menu. Tell us about underarm serving. Tell us a bit of history of underarm serving and the effect of underarm serving at a key point in a match. Is this kosher? Is this fun? Is it interesting? Is it likely to be picked up by anybody else? Flash in the pan? Give us the skinny. Yeah, I, I think it's um, I think it's kosher. I mean, gosh, I did it enough in my uh, my amateur playing days. Um, yeah, no, look, I, I've got no no problem with it whatsoever. Um, it's within the laws. Um, it's, after all, it's not going to it's not exactly a powerful service. It's hardly going to um, if opponent uh, picks it. The, the only thing is, you've got to be ready for it. Just like you've got to be ready for every serve. I've got no problem with what Jared Donaldson did um, in that underarm serve at his um, five set loss yesterday. Um, to be honest, he was cramping badly. Um, at the time, um, and um, and it was a ploy. I, I, it's within the rules, and it's it's not like it's something that it's not like it's an underarm ball in cricket, which you just simply can't hit. You know, you can hit an underarm term, serve, you can return it, and you can often hit a winner from it. So, what's the reaction been like from the fans, from the punters, from the media? I think the reaction um, last night was um, was was fairly subdued. I haven't um, seen any of the uh, reports um, this morning um, since getting up, so um, I'm not sure overnight what 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 has come out about it. But uh, but at the time um, there was um, uh, there was no big reaction. Some of the fans in the crowd, you know, <laughs> gave it some boos and uh, and didn't like the look of it. But um, but overall, um, it's been you know it's been I'd imagine it hasn't it hasn't really been noticed too much. It's it's Done and dusted. Now he lost. If he'd won, there might have been maybe a little bit more talking about it, perhaps. But um, but Dimitrov got the job done. He did eventually. It took a while, but he got it done. Highlights of last night's play, and what are we looking forward to today? Well, that was one of the highlights. That match, uh, four hours and nineteen minutes for Dimitrov to get through. What? The other one, from yeah, I know four hours nineteen. The other one was the was the epic between uh, Dusan Lajevic and Sasha Zverev. Zverev from two sets to one down, coming back to win in five. Kainishikori winning in five sets as well. So some real tough uh, grinds for some of the big names in the men's draw. Novak Djokovic getting through in straight sets. Uh, women, oh, the be- best match of the day was the match that never got completed. It was the match after Dimitrov's. Match. Match on uh, that court number that court number eighteen when uh, Dominic Team and, and Stefano Sitsipas played some exhilarating tennis for three sets, two sets to one to Dominic Team. Uh, they'll resume today. Uh, what we've got looking forward to today. We've got uh, the return, of course, of Rafael Nadal. Uh, he's out on court. Susan Longland, who always plays one match a tournament. They always put the top seed out on the second of the show courts uh, once a year. So his second round match against uh, Gato Payer, that is uh, on Longland. We've also got Serena Williams. She's back on uh, centre court again today. Tough match for Williams. This is where we're going to get a more accurate test of where she's at up against the Australian Ashley Barty, who's now number 17 in the world. This is a player who... Couple, about three years ago, quit tennis, went and played cricket. Very good cricketer, played for Queensland, uh, and then um, after about a season and a half, got back into tennis. And uh, here she is, uh, the 17th seed, taking on Serena Williams on centre court. Uh, Simona Harlop's back on centre court for her second round match too uh, against uh, Taylor Townsend. Harlop lost the first set yesterday before coming back and um, and, and winning her match. And um, a resumption of the match between uh, Cameron Norrie, the ex-Kiwi playing for Britain, and Lucas Puy. That's two sets to one. That, and that match finished at about 
about 9.46 in the evening. Now, that and the record uh, for Roland Garros at night time is 9.51 because it was literally dark when the players left the court <laughs> two sets to one last night. So this is all just based on no light? Because they haven't quite worked Yeah, exactly. Out exactly. No light, yeah. And that will all change when they have a roof over centre court. Not for next year's tournament. The tournament after that, where they'll be able to schedule night sessions and, and I guess, put the roof over and, uh, and play till... I imagine it'll be like Wimbledon. Wimbledon, um, there's a cut-off of 11 o'clock for the residents, you know, resident per- permits and all that sort of stuff. But I would imagine they would be able to, you know, at least start a match um, at 7 o'clock in the evening. 7.30 and, and, and probably 7 o'clock and, and pretty much be guaranteed of finishing whereas now you start a match a men's match, you start a match at 7 o'clock and you've got to hope that one player is very good and the other's very bad to get three sets of tennis in. So, God forbid you don't end up like the hostage crisis in New York every year where they play till 4 in the morning, it's the last thing anyone wants right, it's not very civilised, the French are renowned for their civility aren't they? Yeah, it's not civilised, and, and I've, got, I've gone on this uh, time and time again. One of the great things about covering this tournament, even though you leave the site, and I left at like, five past ten last night, I think it was, I was walking back, and there was still a Japanese restaurant open and and, um, and a few little cafes, and went in and managed to get a bite to eat um, at 10.30 at night, whereas, you know, once you start having night sessions, you don't leave the site, and, you, and when you do leave, you simply go home to bed. You yeah, across uh, Novak Djokovic talking about his struggles. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit of that yesterday. Yeah. He's found it a bit tougher, hasn't he? Just, just, just coming back, uh, and uh, and thought that it would come a lot easier for him in terms of you know these early rounds, getting results and wins that would be like like the Novak Djokovic of old, where he used to just breeze through matches, barely you know breaking sweat in the early rounds of tournaments. But his first two matches, although they've been straight sets, they've been grinds. Um, you know, he hasn't just dominated and and blitzed opponents with his uh, with his ground strokes. So yeah, he is. Um, he has talked about how hard it's been, but the one thing he was sort of emphasising too, it's coming and it's getting better, and he's feeling a lot more confident about where he's at than where he was, say, um, a month or two ago. I like this quote from him uh, though: uh, to sit here and talk about how tough it is, and you have people starving to death. For me, there's no point in talking about that. His issues. Yeah. It's just the way it is. As an athlete, I've got to face these challenges. Just keeping it real, guys. It's a game. You're right. Putting in perspective, he's he's also a guy who, um, if he if he never put another tennis ball in his life, uh, will never have to work uh, again in his life either. I mean, he is so set up. He is an incredibly wealthy man. He's 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 done so well out of the sport. He's won twelve Grand Slam titles. Um, you never take that away from him. He's been one of the greats of of tennis. And uh, and yeah. And but what I like is that he is. Um, pretty determined at you know 30, 31, 31 years now um, to uh, to continue for a few more years yet and to uh, challenge for majors and there are signs that he um, you know he could well be challenging here. Um, a lot of very good players still left in the draw course, but um, but you know he is through. Uh, plays well, Batista Agut, um, the Spaniard who won the ASB Classic a couple of times, of course, um, defending champion in Auckland. He plays him. And uh, that's for a place in the fourth round. Other players in his section of the draw, Dimitrov Goffin. Goffin is, was very impressive yesterday. David Goffin, the Belgian, he, he looks um, you know, to be a, a good favourite to perhaps get through um, in that top half of the draw. But it's you know, a lot of tennis to be played over the next few days. Yeah, it's still very much shuffling, isn't it, until next week when we start getting into the serious stuff. I, I, obviously, I stalk you on social, and I can't remember what part of social media I saw it on. But this, this, this photograph you took of this... Uh, uh, outside court that's going to disappear as of next year. I think we've touched on it before. Is the ball ring? Is that right? 
Yeah, so yeah, court number one. So it's the third show court, or it has been the third show court. It's a, they call it the bull ring court. It's a, like a ring, and um, and the seats are all very close, really close to the uh, to the action. And over the years, it's produced some epics, a lot of upsets, a lot of the big name players play out on that number on that court. And yesterday, I was watching Sasha Zverev uh, play uh, the gym, the world, the world number two, playing or uh, the second seed playing um, Dusan Lajovic, and you literally, you know, the, when the guys are playing their, to their backhand on the ad court um, a couple of times the, the guy's sliding and he's only about two metres I was in the front row the press seats are right at the front so cool. you're, you're, I was in the front cool. row courtside sitting just behind a linesman and um, they just get so close the action you, you know you can hear the scuff of the clay every little little bit of noise you pick up it's, it's a really exciting court to be on but they're actually demolishing it and um, and rebuilding a new court and uh, as part of the, the, the major stadium uh, renovations around that are going around Roland Garros which will you know, be all but complete next year, and after after and for 2020, the final part of the jigsaw puzzle, the roof goes on the centre court, and um, they finally catch up to the other Grand Slams. Thanks for getting up early for us, Brown. I think uh, you can have a wee bit more of a sleep in tomorrow. We'll come to you slightly later. Enjoy the days at tennis and your little car and your food and everything else you're doing over there in the city of love, and we'll catch up again in about 24. Thanks for yours. Cheers, Dars.